Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey everybody, welcome back to another bonus episode of Bucketheads, Land Grant Holy Land's college basketball podcast. My name is Connor Lamans. I'm coming at you about an hour and a half after Ohio State's 89-58 win over Bowling Green tonight. It was the first game of the season that Ohio State looked impressive in. Ten different guys scored. Nobody scored more than 13, but Ohio State opened up a huge lead in the first half and never looked back. Uh, we have full audio from the post-game press conference from Chris Holtman, Justin Arns, and Eugene Brown. Eugene Brown had 13 points, Justin Arns had 11. The big news before the game that was also discussed in the press conference is that Justice Suing is out, it sounds like indefinitely, with a lower body injury. They were not very specific as to what it was. They haven't been super specific the whole season about what's wrong with him as far as lower body goes. He had the groin injury back in March that he was working back from, then he had some type of lower leg injury he was dealing with recently. Um, Really not sure if those two injuries were the exact same injury or if he's dealing with the groin. It sounds like the latter. It sounds like the the groin injury that was bothering him last season has come back. Um, He was held out tonight. He went and saw a specialist in Cleveland apparently today. and Chris Holtman did not sound optimistic that he was gonna be coming back anytime soon. So there is some stuff about justice in the press conference, so I won't give you too much detail. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please subscribe with Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your uh, podcasts and music. If you wanna follow along on Twitter, you can follow us at BucketheadsLGHL. The website is at LandGrant33, and I am at Lamans underscore Connor. 
we will not have press conferences or not press conference audio for the first the next couple games um, those are going to be road games and neutral sites so if you enjoy it follow along we'll try to get these to you as often as we can with uh, home games so without further ado here is our post-game press conference with chris holtman justin arms and eugene brown Feel, uh, feel good about uh, some things our guys uh, did tonight. Um, you know, I think uh, Bowling Green, uh, I think uh, they've got some injuries they're dealing with now, obviously, uh, as do we. But I uh, thought our guys did some really good things, uh, particularly in the, in the first half defensively. A lot of areas we have to get better in. Um, we're still looking at rotations and trying to figure out what uh, lineups are going to look like. Um, it's a bit of a moving target here as we deal with with, uh, with Justice. And uh, no real word on him right now other than uh, he had to be evaluated. Uh, he was not able to play. I did not feel um, that uh, his he was going to be able to play. Uh, so we went to send him to a specialist in, in Cleveland. And uh, a productive meeting, but uh, what plan moving forward we're going to have um, and if he's going to play um, Thursday, all those questions uh, um, kind of remain open-ended. So excited about, uh, obviously, this, this incredible, uh, challenging stretch we have starting with uh, a terrific opponent on, on Thursday. Are you worried at all with Justice that this could be a season thing, or are you still at this point thinking it could be a game? Yeah, I don't know right now that it's um, – Season ending, it uh, I think is significant, but I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Has it, has it gotten worse, or has it just kind of maintained where it's been for a It had gotten better, um, considerably better, almost to 100%, uh, in his words, uh, and then uh, really right before the Ole Miss scrimmage, he started to feel some some of the same uh, same issues. So we've been managing it really since then. Well, to come out tonight, and I know you've talked about this team being a work in progress and taking it down the first few games. You know, blow up win. What does that do confidence-wise? Did, did, did some of these guys need to see a game like this before you go into the stretch of the Well, you know, I, I think these, those first couple games were such uh, kind of, in a lot of ways, uh, pretty, pretty tight games. Uh, obviously, the first one came down the last three seconds. So... Um, and in the second one, we, we weren't able to pull away. Um, I think in this one, we benefited from some of their new and in, 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 uh, young guards, um, but we were able to we were able to kind of defensively do some things there. It, it's good. I think our team, honestly, Adam needed this because we needed to be able to. I was going to lengthen our rotation anyway, but uh, we needed to be able to do that, and guys needed to be able to play. You haven't had a ton of loss on injury spells all year. Right. How do you go about sort of adjusting? How do you keep them up and keep them up? You know, listen, it's, um, I'm not going to minimize uh, the importance of, of justice or justice's health to, to this team. Um, we certainly anticipated a healthy justice to start the season and, and uh, I think 
planned around all of what he could give us. He's unique because there's not another justice type player on our roster that is so um, has the ability at his size to play downhill and guard multiple positions. So I, I'm hopeful and optimistic that we can have him and Seth back. Um, Kyle's fine now. Um, he's still working his way back conditioning wise, but uh, you know, we really need those guys back again. We know Seth's timetable. I don't know justice's timetable. But to say it's not significant, a significant hit, I, I wouldn't be honest. It, it is. You had quite a bit more offensive balance tonight than you have in the NBA against five guys in double figures. Eugene described the overall energy as being better in the past and being better. What did you see that you looked like in that better balance? I think it was that. I think our guys really shared the ball. The, the way they play defensively, the way they scramble, allows for the ability to, uh, to for them to get in rotation a little bit. So. I think as much as anything, our, our guys did a really good job making a lot of one mores. Twenty-seven assists, twelve turnovers, an outstanding offensive uh, um, ball distribution, outstanding assist turnover game. He's in the best shape of his uh, of his time here. Um, his body composition is the best it's been. I give Quadra and Banks a lot of credit for that, as well as Zed. But that's going to have to be a continual thing all summer, or excuse me, all, all season for him. He did work hard in the summer. He worked hard in the preseason. Fitness is so important for a guy that size and that the way he plays. Uh, listen, uh, competition uh, will, in the length and size he goes against, uh, will, will change here. Um, uh, so he's got to be able to... Uh, Continue to take steps forward when he's playing against bigger, longer guys. I know, like over the course of the preseason and through the summer, the emphasis has been on kind of defense. And I'm curious about. I mean, it seemed like you played with you guys played with an aggressiveness that you didn't really see through the first two games. Is that uh, do you see that the same way? And what did you see defensively tonight that may have been different? I'd have to watch tape. I do know we had a very good practice yesterday. I'd have to watch the game to know if we played with uh, a different level of aggressiveness defensively. Um, honestly, I thought I thought the, the guards uh, in the second game, the Tigers guards, really, really were able to kind of dictate things for us, which uh, is something we have to continue to get better at. But uh, uh, And they're good players. But I think there was an aggressiveness in all three games, not as much as I'd like to see, uh, more so in this game um, than in the other two probably. Do you feel like, I mean, it's important to have an increased level of defensive success, especially heading into the stretch that you guys are about to head Well, I think we've identified that clearly as, as an issue that we need. Listen, as I've talked about, we were an elite offensive team last year. Uh, one of the very best in the country, one of the very best offensive teams uh, in, in numbers that uh, certainly that uh, the best offensive team that I've coached. Defensively, we had to get better. We'll see if that's the case, or we're not going to make any statements after three games. We had a little more bite to us today. Um, we'll see if that continues. With Michi tonight, he had 13, I think, on 12 shots. I know some of that comes late, so we'll get a shoot game to check off the account. Three assists, three turnovers. Seems like we're seeing a little bit of everything, yeah. good and bad, with him. Uh, how are you continuing to try to coach him through some of those, some of those ups and some of those downs? Yeah, I think it's so much the same with Malachi tonight, right? Missed a few open ones. And 
and didn't have good footwork on one of them where he was open, has to be a little more shot ready. I just think that's those that is so critical that, that we see growth from those guys and that they continue to you know get more comfortable and feel um, uh, more comfortable. It begins for them on the defensive end. How are they impacting things? How committed are they on that end? What's their effort like? Um, and if that continues, I'm not concerned about their offense. They are going to make some mistakes, but um, I, I, in, in some ways I want them to make mistakes. I want them to be in position where they're making mistakes right now. I really do. Well, that sounds crazy, Coach. No, it's it's about them learning from those right now. Um, and I and I think as much as anything, those first two games put put them in some positions that that uh, helped them moving forward. So I I really feel good about our our freshman guards, and that's what they are. You know, this is Michi's first full freshman year. This is Malachi's. He's the youngest guy on our team. They're going to play. They're going to make mistakes. They're also going to have some really, really good moments. But uh, we have to understand that that's, that's – when you have young guards, uh, that's, that's part of it. So um, the mistakes have been really, I think, in a lot of ways good for us. Going back to Colin's question, it's like you mentioned the guards, the uh, can you build habits defensively, even in a game where you're, you're overmatching the opponent and some things will come easier than in other games, but those habits, can those start to build now to help you as you go? They better, you know, because I think the moment you um, you don't um, – and, and honestly, I thought we had some really loose defensive possessions in the second half, and that was probably most disappointing to me. Uh, now, we had some unique lineups in there, but that was – Probably if, if you said, hey, what's one thing that disappointed you this game? That It was that. Um, I just thought we had too many loose defensive possessions. But I thought our habits in the first, you know, 25 minutes were, were good on that end right now. Not perfect, but good and better. Um, so that was that was good to see. And I think in games like this, that's what you're preaching to your guys. So we continue to play the way to our standard. You made a comment the other night that AJ and Justin Barnes are the two hardest workers. Have uh -huh. heard that right? Yeah. Uh, with Justin, can you flesh that out a little bit? And is some of that him realizing uh, that he didn't want to get past, for lack of a better term? Yeah, I think with Justin, um, he's just been really consistent, which is what you'd expect of a fourth-year guy. You know, I think people forget he's been a – you guys don't, but I think sometimes people forget he's a fourth-year guy who's played every year um, and had an impact. He had an impact his freshman year, uh, but has grown his role every year. But he's been – his consistency in his work has been what's uh, – honestly, it's what you'd expect. I, I would be disappointed if he wasn't that because I know him. I know his family. I know what he wants. I know what's important to him. Uh and that's why we love having him in, in our program he, he, because he is, he's, he's, he's worked to the standard that you'd expect a, a fourth-year guy uh, to work to. And um, you know, I'm proud of him for that. And I do believe, I do believe he, he and EJ have been our two most consistent guys. Um, I, I, I put Jamari right there as well. You better than anybody would know what it's like going into the City Bus Center. You've yep. been in a full Breslin, you've been in a full Assembly yep. Hall. Uh, I don't know the capacity of the Cintas. I don't think it's as big as some big ten arenas, but can you speak about what it's like when it's amped up, which I assume it would be? 
uh, I think it will be. Um, it's a phenomenal uh, environment. They have a um, tremendous fan base, uh, really, really passionate, <coughs> passionate uh, uh, fans who uh, know hoops. You're right. Um, it was quite, uh, and it still is, uh, quite a rivalry between uh, between Butler and, and Xavier. Um, and we played in a lot of really uh, hostile environments. And I, I would put that environment up um, and certainly expect it to be that uh, as good as any we'll play in all year. Did you get a return for that one? That's one down there? No, that's, uh, that's part of the Gavit games. Um, and they schedule it. And I think there's a couple going on tonight, I think. And there are no return games. So we have no say just like we had no say in, in Duke coming here. You know, we're not going to play Duke. Uh, Xavier's not coming, uh, you know, coming back here. So uh, it's just, it's part of these Gavit, you know, these ACC Big Ten Challenge, the Big East Big Ten Challenge. And listen, I, 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 I think you guys know this. I like scheduling home and homes um, on campus. Um, I don't. I don't believe. I don't love a lot of. You know, we'll, we'll always have neutral games like the one we're going to next week uh, in these tournaments. But I'll also always schedule uh, as much as I can, uh, like we scheduled against Cincinnati when we did a home and home. We'll always go on the road against other high majors um, and play in true road games. I just think to not play in true road games doesn't fully prepare your your guys, and honestly, it takes away from our game. Uh, when you don't do that. Uh, I think it takes away from how special our game is. Refresh my memory. Like, first of all, did you have, did you get crossed up compared with them at their place? Like, is that something you're like, whoa, counting on that? No, I think we knew it as a possibility. Uh, they're, they, they've got the best team, I think, that they've had in, in the last um, a couple years. So we anticipated that, uh, uh, you know how these things work with TV. We anticipated it would be a game like that. Refresh my memory, last year you were scheduled to play somebody, you didn't go to South Dakota, but you were scheduled to play somebody out there that would have been this kind of matchup. There was a tournament out there that we were scheduled to go into, um, and it was the battle for Atlantis. A number of teams, Memphis and another, a number of teams were in that. It was not this event. I know, but, I know, but who were you paired with? There was some like first round or possible. I think it was Memphis. I think so. I just wonder if you could share a little bit what your emotion is coming out of this game. Obviously, it's not a big win. You know, a lot of guys Yeah, I'm disappointed for him. I'm, I'm disappointed for our team because it's going to be hard for us to reach our potential without certainly one of our best players. But again, I, I don't know when he, I believe he's going to return. I just don't know when that is. But um, I'm disappointed for, for Justice because uh, I know how badly he wants to be out there. Uh, and listen, I'm disappointed for our team too. But Adam, you, you know as well as I do, in a season like this, there are so many things that come at you as a head coach. you you, you got to move forward. You know? We've got guys that are more than capable. We're going to coach those guys. We're going to get them ready. We're going to move forward. And we're going to hope that our medical staff uh, gets Justice uh, ready to go as soon as he's ready. Coach, I know you said the, the starting lineup's going to be a fluid situation all season, but with the, with the potent uh, kind of combo of Liddell and Key down low and how, how good Zed's playing uh, offensively especially, 
could you see Kyle Young coming off of the bench as a long-term thing, or, or do you like Kyle Young coming off of the bench for you guys? Sure, I like him starting. I like him coming off the bench. I like him playing early. I like him playing late. I like him playing in the middle. I like him playing. So I'm not ready to make any big statements right now on what our lineup's going to look like. I, I think, you know, it's interesting with some of these super seniors that you've seen right now, like Travion Williams, first team all league coming off the bench, you know. So you are seeing some, some of the best players, quote unquote, in the league or better players in the league that uh, for whatever reason may be coming off the bench. But I don't know if I'd say it's, you know, that's going to be this way. You know, he'll definitely start on senior night. You know, there's going to, I don't, but I, it could change in a week, it could change next game. Last one, Connor. This is also about Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 issues that uh, and again, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. I think I did a couple weeks ago here. There you go. Thank you. Uh, that thing <laughs> is better um, and uh, cleared up, and that that was the biggest thing holding him back. Uh, and bothering him, and uh, our medical staff did a great job with with, with getting that better. Uh, we all know how critical he is. His plus minus on this group is always uh, basically at the top of the list. So um, I'm hoping for for a healthy season for him. He's a hundred percent in terms of how he feels. He's he's still got to shake the rust off. He just hasn't had much live play, live action. Yeah, that's more what I meant with as far as making stuff. There's no limitations. No. Get out no. If he can play. Uh, in our next game, uh, 30 minutes, he'll, he'll play that. Okay, thanks, guys. You got any cash, man? <laughs> yes. It's just a comfortable look here. Did Justice yeah. hurt it in the game? No, he hurt it uh, in the last season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, for, uh, for Justin, I mean, how did it feel to, to really get your offense going tonight? You know, you guys are you're hitting threes tonight, and a lot of guys in double figures, which is something that, obviously, the last couple games, EJ was carrying a lot on his shoulders. How did it feel for you guys to, to all contribute tonight? Yeah, I feel like tonight we took a step forward, you know, just in our just in our chemistry as a whole, you know, as a group. The great, You know, the guys did a great job finding me tonight, you know, hitting me in my spots where I'm good. Um, yeah, I got a lot of open looks. <laughs> Part of it was the zone. Um, and, you know, I give my credit to teammate for, you know, for finding me in the open spots. 
Eugene, what do you feel like worked better for you guys as a whole than it did the last two games, which are obviously much closer? I feel like we had a lot of ball energy today. Um, the ball was moving a lot. Honestly, I think we had a lot of assists. I don't know the exact number, but uh, we had a pretty good amount of assists. So I think we was just like moving the ball, you know, basically looking out for each other on the court. For, for both of you guys, uh, how much did you maybe need a game like this? When you, when you have tough, close games to open the season, you get a blowout win like this. Did you guys need something like this to, to give yourself a little extra confidence going into Xavier? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say we really needed it, but, you know, it was kind of something we were talking about going into, you know, let's, let's get some momentum going into, the, you know, a big game we got coming up this week, just really a big stretch coming up. Um, we, you know, it felt really good just to get, you know, have, you know, get things clicking and get, you know, a good momentum rolling, you know, um, for this next week and a half uh, trip that we'll be going on. Um, obviously, traveling to a bunch of different places. Um, we're looking forward to it. We're excited and we're ready, we're ready to compete. I mean, yeah, like you said, um, it was honestly just nice to get a good role going, um, going into this big stretch that we have, and that's something we talk about as a team. So it was nice to get out there and you know, do a good win. How much uh, or how ready do you think this team is with so many new faces to go on the road? Like you said, you're going to go a really hostile place on Thursday. You're going to go to Florida. Uh, how much? How, how ready do you think this team is to go take on things like that? Uh, I think we're ready. I think the biggest thing for us is just coming back tomorrow, um, cleaning up. You know what we can what we can learn from this game, and you know moving on. Um, obviously, we got to have a good two days of prep uh, before Xavier, before we go on the road. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's just the biggest thing for us. Obviously, you know, like I always say, just take it one day at a time. You know, learn from our mistakes, uh, move on. Obviously, you can't live in the past. Um, we prepare, prepare for the future, so that's what we got to do. seems like over, over the course of the offseason, maybe you guys have talked about this defensive aggressiveness. You guys want to be aggressive defensively, kind of following suit of what Jamali had. And, and I'm curious, I mean, it seems like tonight you guys kind of showed that. And, and, and I'm curious, kind of what changed, what was, was it kind of, I mean, did it feel good for you guys to get so many stops, a lot of turnovers, a lot of just aggressiveness, especially near the paint? I mean, did it feel different for you guys tonight, or, or what was it like for you guys on the defensive side of the I definitely feel like things were clicking a lot more. You know, we had good gap support. We were helping our teammates out. Um, I felt like it was a nice team effort on defensive end. That's how we got a lot of steals, you know, turned them over a lot. Um, we knew they couldn't handle the um, pressure well, so um, that was kind of just focus points that we looked into. Yeah, I felt like we did a really good job pressuring the ball tonight. You know, just making them feel uncomfortable, kind of throwing them out, throwing them, throwing them out of their offense. Um, and I felt like you know that was the biggest thing I could I could have took from it. And do you, um, think we, that, do you think that's important, especially at the stretch that you guys are going into? I mean, going on the road, having a game where you guys show that aggressiveness is that important, especially? Yeah, especially with the way we guard. Um, ball pressure is you know a key focus for us. Because if a team's comfortable out there making any pass they want, you know, getting clean looks, you know, they're gonna any team in Division One's gonna get rolling. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's really a big thing for us is to keep pressure on the ball and make them feel us defensively. You guys had a couple of stretches saying defensively, but you put them without a bucket for not just a couple possessions, but like seven defense straight. When you're on the court and that's happening, first of all, are you aware of that? Like in your mind, knowing it's been that long? And second, what's your mindset as it continues to go? Do you think the energy picks up when you're aware that, you know, it's been a long time in the bucket and we're still stopping them? Um, honestly, I would say that, you know, when you're on the court, you don't notice it. Um, that's something maybe people on the bench notice. So when they come in, they try to, you know, pick up on that energy. That's, that's how we get long stretches, you know, seven, eight minutes of them not scoring because, you know, the guys coming off the bench keep that energy up because they're aware that, oh, they haven't scored in, you know, four possessions, four minutes. So I feel like, you know, on the court, I mean, you don't really focus on it. You just keep playing ball. And then how we keep them going, you just focus on yourself, you know, keep doing the things that you're doing and, you know, hold them to those points. And then after the last two games, get pretty tight. Do you feel like for the last few days of practice, was it? Heavier on defense, do you think? Because you guys really did come out in the first half, especially with a lot of energy and defense, a lot of healthy. Uh, yeah, I would say it was a little bit defensive focus. But, you know, the biggest thing was we just had a good two days of physical practice, you know, two good physical days of practice. Uh, we hit it pretty hard. 
Um, like Coach said, it was he thought it prepared, prepared us really well for tonight. So. Coach Holden has said a lot to us about <clears throat> patience, um, you know, guys getting healthy, you guys getting acclimated. How much has that been talked about for, between you guys, and how difficult is that when you know there's a lot of talent here, but it may take some time before everything kind of comes together? Uh, you got to just stay ready, you know. Like Justin said, you take it day by day. Um, you just keep putting good practices on top of good practices. And you just, you know, stay ready for when your time's called. You just go out there and play your game. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to you guys about the fight for minutes. Uh, Holton said the other night, Justin, that you and EJ are the two hardest workers. And Gene, you look bigger. And, um, I mean, there are a lot of guys on this team who can play. That doesn't necessarily mean at the end of the year there are going to be as many guys who are playing because you got to find your spot. Can you both discuss that kind of battle for minutes within the team? Yeah, this is something Coach kind of hit on before we even started playing, you know, in our scrimmage. Obviously, you know, there can only be five guys on the court at one time. Um, and, you know, that's each, you know, that's up to each each and every one of us, you know, to come and earn it and practice each and every day. Um, that's something, you know, you got to put a deposit in daily um, and go earn that. Um, so I think that's just the biggest thing, you know, when you've got a group, a group that's this big, um, just going into practice each and every day, competing as hard as you can, giving everything you've got, um, and ultimately just helping your team in any way possible to win. If you don't want to. Won't play. <laughs> Simple as that. Gene, are you bigger? Uh, yeah, I've been hitting the way I'm pretty heavy. You know, it's just you know, being in college, this won't happen. But I mean, so, you're you're a sophomore, and you know you want to play. So did you your off season kind of mindset of how do I get those minutes? Um, it's honestly just working. You know, it's um, conversations with the coaches. You know, figuring out what I can do to help the team win. You know, that's come in, rebound, defend, um, be versatile, um, and honestly just help any way I can. That's what I've been focusing on off season. When you guys get out to a big lead like you have, what's the key in the second half to not letting them really put together a run? They never seem to really claw back into it. What's the key to not letting that happen? I feel like it's honestly just like that first four-minute war. When we first come out with our first four minutes, you got to keep the same energy that you had in the first half. Um, try to limit them you know, to any scoring that they can. Just come out throw the first punch. Yeah, I don't know what he said. Just you know, just not giving them anything easy. You know, Obviously, turnovers that lead to easy transition buckets, putting them on the free throw line. Uh, uncontested shots, just stuff like that, things that get teams rolling. And Justin, I wonder if you're aware that with 11 points, you passed your brother today. You scored more points than Kyle did at Michigan State. Yes. I wonder if that's something you guys have ever talked about or if that means anything. No, I, I got in there. I saw a text from him. He told me I hit my 103, I think, tonight. Um, I did see that, so that was pretty exciting. But I'm not really focused on that, obviously. You know, the main thing is just learning from this one and getting ready for Xavier. So toward that end, there's two schools of thought from Ohio State fans on playing a game like Xavier. It's like, if you're Ohio State, don't risk it. And then there are others who are like, love it. I want to see you play Xavier, I want to see you play UC, I want to see you play Dayton, all that. What do you think you're in for in the Cintas Center on Thursday night, that atmosphere-wise, and what do you see the value of playing that game is? Um, honestly, I feel like the value of playing that game is, you know, get a nice, good road environment game. Um, you know, Cintas Center is going to be packed, it's going to be loaded, um, loud. So for us to go in there and try to get a nice road win early in the season, it's going to help us later in the line. Um, Jalen Fairbairn will win um, lead play. It's going to be a hostile environment, um, probably comparable to some of the Big Ten arenas that we played in. You know, obviously when I was here the past three or four years, well, not last year, but years prior to that. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. We're looking forward to it. Um, can't wait to get out there and compete against you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great night.